Hello and welcome to the OPG Inspire miniseries, Microlevers. Each episode, featuring OPG partner and co-founder Laura Freebaron-Smith, provides leaders with tips and tools to build a better culture within their organizations. Hello and welcome to the next edition of the OPG Inspire Microlevers series. This is your host, Robert Roach, and I'm sitting here with partner and co-founder at OPG, Laura Freebaron-Smith. And as a reminder, uh, if you want to learn what a microlever is, we've got a longer description in episode one of this series, and uh, you can learn a little bit more there. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about financial transparency in an organization, and specifically what OPG does with a financial dashboard. So Laura, take it away. Yes, thank you, Robert. Uh, So one of our microlevers is a financial dashboard. We actually have several micro levers around financial transparency. And I'm gonna mention all three quickly. We believe that money is a form of energy and it's one of the most powerful ways to transfer energy from one person to another, from one institution to another. So we want to invest in our staff's financial awareness, financial acumen, financial knowledge, and build that so that they are savvy organizational citizens and they are able to do self-care financially, self-care, self-finance care. Very important for them to feel healthy, grounded, and well taken care of in their own lives. So a couple of things we do internally I want to mention on this this, uh, podcast. First, we have a financial dashboard. One of our strategic goals is around finances. There are seven objectives. We have a PowerPoint that lays out each objective and where we are in terms of our progress with it. And then there's a green, yellow, or red light. So for example, we want to have a certain amount of savings in the bank. And we are very, we share how much is in the bank. We want to have a certain dollar amount of contracts under contract when the year starts. We're very transparent. We share the dollar amount. We share almost all financial information except for salaries. I think, and very little else is not shared other than salaries. So a a second thing we do is financial training for staff. We haven't done it in a while. We probably need to redo it, but training people on what a profit and loss statement is, what a balance sheet is, uh, what's an accounts receivable, what's an accounts payable, how do the basic financial methods and systems of accounting work so that they can read different financial reports. We are always grooming people to become a partner, and a partner has to be facile in that language. And then the third financial thing that we do is we share almost all of our um, financial information uh, and other than salaries. Maybe that was the second one, so you might have to edit that out. Um, So we do a lot around financial transparency for our staff and growing their skills and acumen. And for example, Robert has his own budget for marketing, and we share with him all the charges that have gone there, and he looks at it regularly and sees what should or shouldn't be there. Everybody also knows what our income target is for the year, and we share a thermometer with the staff that shows how close we are to achieving that. So lots of micro-levers in this domain recommend highly that clients and organizations do this, but you do have to do some training in advance and use it regularly so that people know the ins and outs. So why would you do this? You know, uh, what makes you think that the employees even want to know? <laughs> I, uh, I've never had an employee say no thanks. I don't want to know about the money. Uh, most people, 
get that money is an important thing to manage well. And they, of course, are interested in their own livelihood. Their interest is driven by survival. Is my company doing well? Is my paycheck going to appear regularly? How can I make my paycheck bigger? Remember that money is not a motivator, but it's what's called a hygiene factor. It keeps people employed. It keeps them working and staying at your organization. But it doesn't make them perform well, but it does keep them there. Without the right compensation structure, people will leave. So because it's a hygiene factor, people have an interest in money and how it works, usually. What if you're a manager and you feel like you only have bad news to share? How do you manage that kind of situation? Well, this is where doing your homework and having a consistent practice over the years will benefit you. You don't want to start with bad news, which is what most organizations do. The first time they come out of the gates with financial information, it's because things are going wrong. No, 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 no. You need to develop this vocabulary, this muscle in your staff, all the way along through good news, bad news, and neutral news. So that when, the, when there are tough times, uh, that they understand why there's a tough time. They understand why the strategy you as leaders have created to get out of those tough times is going to work. And so that they have faith in the overall system. And they will want to know how they can help. So you also want to have a list of things people can do to help as well. So this is not something to start in a tough moment. Mm, I see. And then right there, through any of those times, the training helps a lot with your literacy, with the way that you can use your vocabulary. I can say from a personal note, I've learned more about finance in my marketing position than I ever did in, in school. And uh, it's, it's because of this policy. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to check in with us next week for our next micro lever that we're going to be covering with Laura. Laura, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.